This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Spurs Nation. Thank you for tuning in to a Bucking Spurs podcast. On the pod today, you may know him as Spurs Wave if you're on Instagram. You might know him as Clan the Spurs fan if you're jamming to Bald Spot on YouTube. What's up, Destin? How you doing, man? What's good, dude? That was so dramatic. <laughs> we got to entertain ourselves, man. We're, we're locked in rooms, we're locked inside. Yes, nothing to do. There's nothing. Absolutely to do. nothing. But if you want some Spurs content on Instagram, go check out Spurs Wave on Instagram and YouTube, Clan the Spurs Fan. So what have you been doing, man? Now that we're all inside, we're all quarantined. I know that you've released a couple of dope tracks. One after uh, a cover of uh, of my boy Ray J. Is it Ray J? Yeah, it's Ray J. One wish, baby. <laughs> When that one dropped, man, I was so excited. I thought that was an awesome video. I thought it was an awesome song. Very, um, you know, uh, it's it's a very identical feeling to how we felt all season <laughs> when it comes to yeah. Spurs basketball. So that was that was really cool. And then you dropped Bald Spot on us right after that, which was a lot of fun. That that song, I I straight up, I'm driving in the car, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, um, I might be oh, but I get blocks. I'm just, like, I'm just like dropping lyrics randomly with my girlfriend. She's just like, "Oh my god, what are you singing?" I'm just like, "I'm like, girl, ball spot, baby, ball spot." Yeah. So, hey, man, like, talk, why don't you talk, uh, talk to us a little bit about about those songs and and kind of how you went about all that? Well, well, with one wish, obviously, that was just. I mean, I guess all of them are gonna be kind of jokes, but it was just supposed to be a joke because I know some people message me like, "Oh man, you." That was good, but you you cannot sing. I was like, that's the point. That's the whole point of it. 
<laughs> but that one was really fun uh, to make. And basically, as far as like making the video and getting the footage, it was only I, I videotaped when I was actually already out. It was a few times where, you know, I went out of my way, like on the basketball court or when um, when I was, you know, in my living room. <laughs> but other than that, it was like, OK, I'm already out. It's you know, get some shots while we're out here. So that was cool. Um, and then ball spot. Yeah. I, man, I'll be honest with you. I was laughing while recording it. Like it was so many times I had to stop. Cause I was like, this is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. I, I loved, uh, ball spot. I'm going to do con like more of those in the future. Next one, I'm going to do uh Popovich. Cause I ended up putting a poll on YouTube and people said they would rather see Pop than Duncan, barely. I mean, it was like 55% to okay. whatever. Um, well, Pop, so I'm going to... song is it's got to be a little bit more entertaining, right, than Timmy. So you got you got sound yeah. bites, you got quotes, you got na I want some nasty, you got are you kidding me? You yeah. Know, you got all types of stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do, it's going to be a remix to uh, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. Okay. I actually just now heard that song, so I was okay. like, I gotta do it to this. <laughs> I like it. I like it, man. Keeping yourself busy, keeping your mind occupied. And you know, like it's it's good, dude. Like it's good when when these type of situations happen. You're talking about, you know, being everybody staying inside and if you got a little creative mm -hmm. outlet, I mean now's the time. Now's the time to take some some practice hours or whatever, hone your craft. And I think uh, mm -hmm. I think it shows, man, that you're doing that with your music, and uh, and it's awesome, man. It's, it's it's awesome stuff. So we appreciate all that stuff that you're doing. Don't get it twisted. Don't, I know, like you know, as a creator, we're nervous to put stuff out, right? Um, mm -hmm. But nah, man, that was awesome, man. Keep doing it. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Spurs Nation loves it, and got nothing but good good feedback. When People other than Spurs fans will still find that pretty funny. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. absolutely those are the, like bald spot is a song that's going to be around for like forever it's going to keep gaining views on youtube as long as it's going to be out there all this you know damar if he's going to stay is he going to go um being unhappy and happy i think is the one that we see a lot when it comes to damar um you know, I don't know what, what your what your thoughts are. I know the latest re, uh, reports that came out, Jabari Young had said that he wasn't happy, right? He wasn't happy in San Antonio. And then DeMar DeRozan did a very un-DeMar DeRozan thing and responded and said, you know, where do y'all hearing this shit? But again, that's because he's not on the road <laughs> practicing or whatever, playing games. So their minds are, are able to kind of, you know, I, I don't think players like to be on social media, but right now I'm pretty sure it's it's hard for them not to. And so he claps back and says, you know, where are y'all hearing this stuff? It's all nonsense. Um, and so so what are your takes? I know I know you put out a couple of videos on your on your YouTube page. So, mm -hmm. guys, if y'all want to hear more in-depth takes on what he thinks about DeMar DeRozan and all this stuff, um, you can go check out his YouTube channel. But if you can tell our listeners right now, I mean, what are your thoughts on on the reports? Well, I don't know if you heard uh, this comment, but he actually responded to a little bit of it again. Okay. Um, and I got the quote here. It's uh, someone 
uh, put a comment under, I guess it's a picture, because somebody just sent me this. Okay. And it says, um, not sure if you'll read this tomorrow, but don't listen to the nonsense. I'm fed up with, my, with it myself. A lot of people talking when they don't know the truth. Only you know how you feel and who cares uh, what anyone else does. You got my support as well as many, many others, no matter what you choose to do in the future. For now, God bless. And then DeMar DeRozan responded and said, social media, 99.8% lies. It's all entertainment. Don't get caught up in it. So I'm not sure, like you said, uh, these yeah, these these players usually don't like to respond or get on social media, but he went straight to social media and he's basically saying, you know, I it's all BS. Like they're just talking. And my thing is, um, I as far as him being unhappy or not, um, when it comes to these reporters or these reports that come out, like uh, you know Jabari Young or whoever, that these journalists that say this stuff. I'm all ears until people start going into the why of things. And that's where I kind of got lost. Or that's when I turn off usually. So he would say, he said that he's unhappy. And it's like, okay, you know. But then he started saying why he's unhappy. He doesn't fit in the, you know, system. He doesn't do this. And that's when I'm like, I don't know if DeMar DeRozan said all this. Or, like, I, I it's just kind of hard for me to believe that, he expressed some of this stuff. It, it seems like common sense from, you know, the viewer's eyes. Cause it's like, yeah, he, it's obviously not working out right now, but as far as the player and what's going on in their head, I think that that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Um, now it was at one point, like when it was the Kawhi situation, when Kawhi Leonard was, uh, all that stuff was going on. And I ended up hearing from, uh, one of the coach's sons and he he messaged me and he was telling me about how his dad felt and that was a little different but he never went into why Kawhi was doing what he was doing he was just telling me what was going on mm -hmm. and then later on come to find out that's what happened so I, with the DeMar DeRozan thing being unhappy and not and whatnot I don't know I mean I feel like I feel like it's not working out as well as we wanted it to I gave him another chance, uh, and I don't think it's all his fault by any means, but I gave him another chance because I know, like, you were really hot on him last season yeah. or after the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, this season hasn't really been any better. And some of the stuff that you mentioned last season, I ranted about this season. Like, getting, don't get ejected from a big game and a big moment. Don't, mm -hmm. you know, get texts in big moments. Don't, you know, calm down. Yelling at the ref doesn't do anything. Like, it was one play that just, blew my mind i mean you got an and one and then you yelled at the ref and then got a tech <laughs> yeah it was like man come on yeah, come on man. <laughs> i know yeah so i don't know as far as this whole demar Rosen thing is he happy is he unhappy um i think i think in general just the whole situation that came about it came from a pr pretty bad place so we can't really expect him to be his full happy happiness right now like in full bliss with the situation that he's in. Yeah. So is he happy? Who knows? All the players, I'm, I'm sure none of the players are technically happy yes. with our situation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I yeah. think, I think that's absolutely right. I think the first thing that everybody needs to understand about basketball and about sports in general, man, if, if, if you're not winning, 
nobody mm-hmm. is happy. You know, nobody mm-hmm. is happy losing games, especially when you're on a team where you have an organization and a coaching staff who is telling you we're trying to win. You know, we're trying to mm-hmm. win. We're trying to get to the playoffs. We're trying to win, and then we're losing and losing and losing. It's another situation if you're one of those teams that is expected to lose and you're actually trying to lose. You're actually not trying to be the best you can be right now so you can try to get a draft pick or whatever. That's not us. So you have a locker room full of veterans, uh, Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, Marco Bellinelli, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Trey Lyles is a veteran now. Even some of these young guys are starting to vet up in, in their years. Um, you know, they're mm-hmm. not one or two year players anymore. They're three or four year players, you know, or so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a locker room filled filled of, of those guys and veterans know what the deal is. They've been in the league for so long. They know they've been through seasons of, of you know, highs and seasons of lows. But this season has felt like, you know, I don't even think the veterans know where we're at you know they come out after games and they're saying nobody likes to lose and that locker room isn't happy and 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 whatnot but they're talking about strictly basketball so what so when it comes back to demar of course he's not happy with the situation and when you're Mm -hmm. one of the top two top player uh top paid players on your roster the expectations are different you know what i mean the fault is a little bit different. I don't want to say fault, but I mean, if you don't meet the expectations, it's most likely going to be put on you as a player, or as the coach, right? I mean, it's either the mm-hmm. top two or three players are getting it done or they're not, you know, who's getting it paid the big bucks. And DeMar is one of those guys. So he's not happy with the situation. Um, and when it comes to Jabari Young coming out and saying this, look, reporters are there every day. The reporters are there after practice. They're there before, after games. Um, So they see the players more than anyone else. And I don't think it's Mm -hmm. hard for any of those reporters to look at the players and see that they're not happy, you know? And Mm -hmm. the one thing I want to start off, though, is that when it it comes to DeMar, he's a pro. DeMar DeRozan is a professional basketball player on and off the court. I think the whole Toronto experience really changed him, but not really in a negative way, more of just like, you know what? This is a job. I get paid to do my job. I want to get paid as much as I can to do my job. And, you know, loyalty is now not a thing in my mind. It's not a word in my vocabulary anymore because of what the situation was. So DeMar is probably not happy here in San Antonio because uh, we're not winning games. Would he be happy if we're winning games? Yes, he would. You know what I mean? E- everyone is happy when we're winning. Um, mm-hmm. So when it comes to DeMar, I don't think we need to, like, crucify him for saying this, you know, I or, or for – I mean, he didn't say it. Jamar Young's mm-hmm. just saying that he's not happy. And um, mm-hmm. sure, that gives us something to talk about. But if DeMar – isn't happy and i think that's not too crazy to assume that he's not he's not happy a lot of players aren't happy um is it because of he you know this is what i want to ask you do you think he's not happy because of being part of san antonio the organization the culture 
you know, get do your job, whatnot? Or do you think he's not happy? Or do you think he's not happy because he feels handcuffed in a way where this team can only go so far with him? I think he knows that. I think we know that. And so is is this unhappiness coming from like, okay, I can't reach my potential here with this team because this team is not built for me? Or is it uh, I'm not happy with the culture? I'm not happy with the organization? What do you think? I think as far as him being unhappy, if if we speculated on why he's unhappy, um, I would say he's unhappy because maybe the, just the, the lack of winning. I mean, you go into these games, and there was many games this season where he played incredible, played as hard as he could play. And the team, I don't know, whatever it is, the rotations, whatever, it's just not, it just wasn't good enough. So I think that maybe he's just frustrated with just the lack of winning. As far as the culture, um, I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about the, the cultural aspect because it seems like he really does love pop. And Rudy Gay was a big advocate for him um, to get comfortable in San Antonio. Like he kept telling him how much you're going to love it here. I mean, that's from DeMar DeRozan's mouth mm-hmm. that, you know, Rudy Gay was telling him, hey, man, it's going to be it's going to be great. You're going to love it here. So as far as how his personality is, it seems like it would fit well with how San Antonio is. I mean, as, as far as how, you know, Popovich is and how the, um, you know, just how the franchise is in general. Um, but as far as him not being happy, it has to just do with, not winning. I mean, I I don't see what else it could be, other than not not winning or not having those right pieces. And as in like you said about you know, is the team just not built for him, or is it not built around him? I mean, I doubt he would expect that. I mean, li- literally in you know a season, yeah. you know, not even two full seasons. I mean, it wouldn't be built for him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I just I think maybe it's a multi multitude of things maybe it's also about you know the last honestly we've been real the last couple seasons as far as our front office is concerned hasn't been their best years Mm -hmm. i mean they made some really tough and bad decisions and with the marcus morris thing and how that didn't fall through i don't know i just feel like if things would have went a little more smoothly as far as the front office you know, trying to pick up the the crumbs of what happened with Kawhi, I think that maybe he would be, you know, a little happier. If if we had Marcus Morris right now, I'm not saying Marcus Morris would save the day because I'm not a big fan of Marcus Morris by any means. But who who knows? Maybe he would have been better in San Antonio. Would have, you know, not been such a high hit. Who knows? And then you know that brings another dimension to our our team, and we just look better. But I think it's a, I think it's quite a few things, and I think um, earlier this season there has, now that I think about it, there has been a little bit of drama. I mean, as far as when it came to the, uh, Dejounte Murray, yeah. and when it, it was blatantly obvious that something was going on when he wasn't starting, and then he unfollowed Spurs and took point guard out of his bio and mm-hmm. unfollowed Patty, and mm-hmm. it was a lot going on. And then Lamarcus Aldridge coming out saying. Well, you know, Derek White knows how to find our spots. 
So it was some stuff going on with that too. So yeah, I think it just kind of accumulate accumulated. Yeah. Into now. Yeah, I think so. I think you know he just doesn't fit to what we're trying to do short term or long term. I feel like you know yeah. we we yeah. got we got what we could get for Kawhi and Demar Derozan is a hell of a basketball player. Is the ultimate professional on and off the court. Um, you know, except for the the tantrums or whatever, but. Uh, you know he's done his job here he's done it very well the city has embraced him he's done some things for the community uh off the court right so um i don't want to fault him too much i just don't think we're built for him and he's not built for us and that's okay but it's now at the point where okay is he going to stay or is he going to go um when it comes to the Derek white and and dejounte murray question man i have some thoughts bro I have some thoughts. Yeah. I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've heard my last pod. I kind of got into it a little bit, but I I don't want to come off like a Dejounte hater or a Derek White hater. Whatever side you choose doesn't mean that you don't have to dislike the other player or mm-hmm. whatever. It's just to me this season, this season was a huge mistake. I think it was a huge mistake, and, and and the record shows it. Our play on the court shows it. The stats show it. I mean, it doesn't. It, you don't have to be blind to see that. Oh, the Spurs weren't even close to making the playoffs. What went wrong, right? And I think mm-hmm. starting Dejounte and just giving him the keys to the to the car was the worst thing that we can do. You know, and yeah. and I feel like Dejounte can be our point guard of the future. He can play with Derek White, or even if we rotate them at the point, doesn't really matter. But Derek White did not deserve to come off the bench this season. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, last season, after last season, I was nervous all the way leading up to this, and I and I talked about, uh, I talked about this. I, might be on YouTube. I might talk about it with you too on one of your previous pods. That this this doesn't look good if they just give Dejounte Murray the keys to start, and it felt like that that's what they were going to do in Game Seven. After Game Seven, where you sat down Derek White at the end of the fourth, mm-hmm. and then we lose, and then we hear Popovich. I think a day or two after saying something in the lines of, uh, you know, things would be much better once. Uh, Dejounte Murray gets here, and I'm thinking, I, I I don't know if this is. First off, we don't know if it's going to be the same Dejounte, and then second, if it is the same Dejounte, we still wasn't able to win with. I know he was young, but we still didn't do much. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it was like, look, Derek White has proven this entire season that, and this, and like you said, this isn't about hating one player or the other, or you know anything like that. It's just my opinion and i think that it has a lot of uh validity to it that he is the superior point guard over dejounte murray i mean it he's just a better overall point guard and as far as dejounte murray's concerned i think that we have super high hopes for him and i don't know what his feeling is to be honest with you i think he had I think he has an attitude, a really good attitude about him. Mm-hmm. I think he plays uh, good defense, sometimes overly aggressive defense. But I say, hey, maybe that's just being young. But as far as his ceiling, we don't know what that is. Derek White, I don't know what his ceiling is. But right now, the place that he's at, there's no reason for him not to have started this season other than just to keep Dejounte Murray happy. Yeah. Because these these games this season 
when I've seen Derek White play extensive minutes, the offense looks much better. And it's not about him being more talented. It's just about him controlling the pace, not forcing too much, making the right decisions. And he's just an overall better facilitator to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, yeah, like you said, that was a big misstep. And I was nervous about it all the way coming into the season where Popovich did say that, you know, he's just waiting for DeJounte Murray to come back. And that sign of not playing Derek White in game seven at the end, and then mixed with talking about Murray after the loss, it just made me feel weird about it. Mm-hmm. Really weird about it. Yeah. And, you know, Derek White, I think it comes down to simply everyone else plays better when Derek White is your point guard. And as your starting point guard, if it's going to start the game, you want to start the game, you know, with a weapon that's not going to take too long to get going. Because when DeJounte comes out and starts the game, it takes a while for everybody to get going. And I get a lot of heat from people like on Instagram or Twitter or whatever saying DeJounte is way better. Derek White doesn't know what to do when he gets inside, you know, 10 feet or 15 feet, doesn't know what he's doing. I'm just like, what are you talking about? He does exactly what a, what a point guard does. He he sees option A, B, and C. And then he's like, okay, you know, which one is the defense giving him? A, B, or C. And then he just takes it and he makes the right play. You know what I mean? If it's a, if it's him scoring or driving and dishing or kicking out or whatever, um, he finds that himself. And I feel like with Dejounte, it's like okay, mid range jumper. Here, this is your play. Take your mid range jumper. Okay, or this is the play yeah. we're looking to get Demar the ball here or Lamarcus the ball here. Get him the ball. Exactly. And and Derek White can do those things without having to be called like with a play. He could just come off a pick and roll, just comes down in transition, secondary break. Here comes a nice little screen and roll, and boom, he hits, you know, LaMarcus in his spot. And it's just easy, you know, and I, I just felt like it's a wasted season. I mean, that's not the only problem. That's not why we, you know, only won 20. How many games did we win this season? 27, you know, yeah. 27. That's not the reason why we're 27 and 36, um, but it's one of them. Right. So you know, that's that's something we're going to have to figure out going forward, because both of these guys need to stay with the Spurs for as long as possible. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this as well, as far as the uh, comparison to Jonte and Derek White that I noticed this season, at least. Um, I think the thing with Derek White and DeJounte is Derek White will make a mistake. And, you know, he'll, if he'll turn the ball over or, you know, take a bad shot or whatever, but that mistake doesn't continue. It seems like sometimes during a game, if DeJounte makes a mistake, it, it, it can become a forest fire because it's just mistake after mistake after mistake until you take a timeout. And I've noticed that a lot. But um, as far as people, you know, going after you, <clears throat> as far as uh, your support for Derek White or just, pointing out certain things that you're seeing, I think that it kind of goes to the type of person DeJounte is because mm-hmm. I think he's very relatable. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, people see him and, you know, you see the San Antonio Spurs and there's not much personality usually mm-hmm. that we've had, but he has, he definitely has the most fame on the team. I mean, people know DeMar DeRozan, you know, but that's before San Antonio. Yeah. As far as a spur, you know, people know DeJounte because they know whether it be, you know, the the famous, 
you know instagram model that he's with or just the way he carries himself and people just kind of attracted to that so i think that that's part of it too people want Dejounte to be great and yeah. i and even, i want him to be too yeah but. even tony parker told him at his jersey retirement night he's like he's like Dejounte. he's like you're next bro you're the next one bro I'm like, is he really though? I was like, is he really though? I don't know. I was like, what what happened to Derek White? I'm like, he just gave you a season of of uh, you know a a playoff you know at least appearance in in his lone season as a point guard in the Western Conference. He took you to the playoffs. Anyways, we can we can get into this you know like over and over. Mm-hmm. I just feel like closing my final thought with all this is that they need to play together, but the ball needs to be in Derek's hands. And DeJounte yeah. needs to be off ball. And I think that takes a lot of pressure off DeJounte. And and really, we haven't seen what a ceiling is going to be, like you said. Like, we don't know mm-hmm. if we go to him 20-sometimes a game, what is he going to give us? He might give us something great. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. with DeMar there and LaMarcus Aldridge there and him being in the starting unit, we're never going to see that happen. You know, he's never going to yeah. get his opportunity because the whole time he's on the floor, he's the third option. You know, and he plays like that too. You you actually just reminded me of something that someone told me uh, the the other day, and I'll just say this: it, I guess this be the last thing I say on it. But somebody mentioned something to me, and they said they they said, "Clan, the reason why Dejounte Murray starts is because Demar Derozan can more so be the facilitator, and then you can have Derek White come off the bench and be a facilitator." And if Derek White and DeJounte started together, DeJounte isn't a good enough shooter to be at the shooting guard position. And I was just I was just sitting there like, okay, that's all great and dandy, but then where do you use them? You can't just have somebody out there then. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to figure this out. Play your best players. Like, we're, we're overthinking this. And if that is what – because, I mean, that seems like it could be likely what the Spurs are thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's still bull. I mean, start your best point guard. We're not in a position like we were back in the day where we could have Manu, you know, come off the bench and we're still good. Or we have, like, we don't have that. We don't have a Tim Duncan. Yeah. We don't have a Tony. So, no. But yeah, that's all I want to say about that. Yeah, yeah there's, there's some figuring out to do. And I feel like as long as DeMar and LaMarcus are, are a one two punch. These young guys mm-hmm. are never going to get their opportunity to actually blossom into maybe an all-star level. You know, they'll be role player esque. Okay, but um, we'll talk about that more as as we go on. I'm sure we can talk about that dilemma all day long. But right now, mm-hmm. let's. I want to. We have a few minutes left. I want to ask you Sophie's choice. Okay. Okay. Sophie's choice: hook up, marry, kill. Okay. You got three options. Demar. Okay. Okay. Lamarcus. And Marco Bellinelli. <laughs> You're kidding. No. You gotta marry one, you can hook up with one, and then you gotta kill one. Go. Marry, marry Damar, hook up with LA, and I'll murder Marco Bellinelli. <laughs> it's not even a question. It's not even a question. Okay. Cool. Cool, man. What about you? Um, so you, I I think I would marry L.A. I'd uh, I'd hook up with Marco because he might be able to give me three minutes of just greatness, and then after oh, that wow. nothing else. And then 
I think I'll kill Damar. I don't need Damar around here anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, really? So yeah. you chose Marco over Damar? Yeah, I chose Marco. Hey, shooting, man. I need I need someone in my life that can shoot threes. <laughs> but you can, you can barely do that, but I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah. All I right, love man. Marco, well, but still. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, real quick, before, before we let you go, I just wanted to ask you, you know, what, what do you want? What do you want to see happen to this 1920 season? I mean, there's a lot of things going on. You know, is, is it going to postpone? Should they cancel it? Should we jump right into oh. the playoffs? You know, things like that. So what's what what would your choice be on any of those options on how to finish off this season? Uh, honestly, to the point, the point that we're at right now with everything going on, um, unfortunate. it's very unfortunate mm-hmm. what's going on as far as um, these teams that are you know, popular, but you know, I'll be a little selfish here. Uh, we weren't near the playoffs. I mean, we could, we still had a shot, but we weren't there. So I just want the whole thing canceled. And as far as the four, uh, front runners to win it, I mean, it was LeBron and Kawhi. So, I mean, I, I'm not a big like LeBron hater, but you know how I feel about Kawhi, like mm-hmm. screw him. So when it comes to that, Hey, I'm cool with the whole thing. Just, being canceled i guess technically we still didn't miss the playoffs but and even if just say the nba did come back yeah they say they say you know we're going to finish up the season or we're going to go straight into the playoffs mm-hmm. i mean they're not going to have any crowds i mean people can't really get out i mean it's mm-hmm. i don't know if it'll just be the same i mean would it be the same and, and it would be an asterisk on whoever wins the championship because yeah. of the situation that went down and then when you got some of these players that's coming out positive you know and they're not going to probably you know be able to play or mm-hmm. it, it's just going to be it's just going to be bad so i just say cancel the whole thing and just just start over new and like adam silver said uh we could possibly or they're thinking about doing uh, where it would start on christmas or in december and then go all the way right before uh football for the next season i think that would be dope yeah that i'll be, be cool. that, i'll be content Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so. I I think I'm on the same boat as you. I want to cancel it, um, and I think you know I would be cool with crowning conference champions. You know, like yeah. L.A. You guys were first. You guys got a conference championship. Milwaukee, you guys were first. You guys got a conference championship, and we'll give out. You know, they can still give out individual awards and all that stuff. Um, kind of, you know, there's an there's gonna be an asterisk on everything right um i would even be okay with if the lakers and milwaukee are healthy to give us like a best of four game series for the championship like in july or august and even if there's no fans there we'll take those four games and then we'll move on and you know what i mean like i don't know i would like that so you 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 would jump to like championship game yeah just jump to the finals forget the playoffs there's no more there's no more playoffs you know you know whatever the first seeds whoever was the first seed in each conference is going to get uh four games i like that i would like to just see something you know to me it's just about seeing something and technically the spurs didn't make the playoffs or miss the playoffs because there was no playoff you know what i mean so we still kind mm-hmm. of get a sneak around that rule um, but I don't know. That's what I, that's what I like to see. But um, oh, good, good. No, I was just saying. I, I don't. 
I mean, uh, I don't know. I care so much about like championships and I, I just hate, I would hate that it went down like that. Or yes, say Giannis, cause I would love to see Giannis win his first championship, but he wins a championship and then everyone's talking about, you, you just say hypothetically, he couldn't get there again. Everybody would be talking about how that one didn't count or how that didn't matter. And, you know, in, in some, some degree, it's kind of truthful. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a tough tr- thing. It's, yeah, it's tough, but I think in, when you're looking back at everything, it's just going to be another year. There'll be an, an asterisk yeah. next to it, like the way we won in 99. You know, everyone's True. like, oh, well, that was a lockout season. It's like, yeah, no one really says that unless you're a Spurs hater. You know, people just say yeah. Spurs won in 99. You know what I mean? No one really, unless they're, they just really are mad about it or if they're a New York Knicks fan or whatever. Eh, well, you know, it was, it was a lockout season. There was only 50 some games, you know, but that's true. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, hey, a championship's a championship. But if they, if they ended up just throwing the season away for everyone's health and all that stuff, like you said, I know that's a smarter, mm-hmm. that's a smarter option. Uh, and and postponing the season and have it i think adam silver said that it was permanently it might permanently get moved right the season just might yeah the the dates are going to be changed in the future and uh it'd be lined up a little bit more with football so you would get a little bit more football basketball action at the same time that'd be nice yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. that'd be awesome yeah all right man i appreciate you coming on dustin uh why don't you tell my listeners where they can find you uh yeah you can find me on uh spurs wave on instagram or you can find me on clan the spurs fan on facebook or youtube awesome man well appreciate you coming on man we'll do a few more of these spurs nation if you're out there make sure you go check him out on instagram or youtube you're still dropping contact on the uh content on the reg so that's impressive yes sir there's not a lot to talk about but you'll find something for spurs nation to dive into so we appreciate that man um yes sir all right guys spurs nation we'll catch you on the next episode go spurs go